0: Hey, hello! What's up? And welcome into this week's episode of the Geek Garage Podcast. I am Ted, joined as always by show creator David. Say hello, David.
1: Hello, Ted. How are
0: you? I am very glad this week is over. As we record this on a Friday night, (laughs) yeah, I'm very glad that it is Friday night. It's been a fucking stupid, 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 stupid week.
1: But I digress. Right. Um. How are you? Are you good? Dude, uh, I am also glad it's Friday. For our listeners, um, if they tune in right away when this episode drops, it's about midweek. So, you know, happy hump day to you all, yeah. um, listeners, if you happen to listen, you know, right as the episode airs. But yeah, um, doing, doing Otherwise, good. fuck
0: you. Have a shitty week. You should have listened <laughs> to it sooner uh this week we are wrapping up our informal paranormal series finally like a year later (laughs) (laughs) yeah it definitely took us
1: a little bit longer than the six month allotted
0: time we're gonna do one episode a month for six months a year (laughs) later jerk off anyway uh we're we're dumb uh yeah but we're wrapping up this week and we saved the maybe best for last uh the most out of the world topic at least and that is aliens (laughs) right But before we get to that, a few things to cover, um, like we always do about this time. First, a big thank you to all of our subscribers, uh, both new and old, uh, for our new subscribers. We also bid you welcome and prepare to be let down, (laughs) but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, thank you all, seriously, though, for checking it out. If it's your first time or your fifth time or your 500th time, that's weird because we don't have that many episodes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we do thank you for spending a little bit of time with us as we talk about, Nonsense. you know, stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. Nonsense, basically. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and we are getting pretty close to triple digits. We're almost there. Three, three, three away.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, quick aside about Informal Paranormal, as with our previous episodes in this little series that we do, we are barely going to be scratching the surface with the topic of aliens, just like we barely scratched the surface with the topic of everything else we talk about. So bear with us and do not be too upset when we inevitably leave things out. And I'm going to go ahead and say that again. We're going to leave things out. We mm-hmm. do not have all the time in the world and nobody wants to hear us talk that all, that much.
1: <laughs> that is accurate.
0: Yeah um excuse me so yeah uh i mean aliens this is a pretty big deal
1: it is i'm not saying it's aliens but it's aliens Aliens. yeah uh so a
0: few things we're going to hit on some talking points first do we think aliens exist put a pin in that it's going to be important yep uh some notable alien sightings quote-unquote abductions theories conspiracies etc uh some documentaries and fictional films uh including some of our favorites and some that are uh, maybe not our favorites but are noteworthy in some way um yeah so that's kind of what we're going to cover this episode uh david do you have any other thoughts before we hit that funky music and get the shit show on the road
1: you know i think i am ready to hit that funky music and get the shit show on the road well then let's
0: proceed with doing
1: that yes
0: facebook poll this week david what was that about
1: um well it was fucking weak that's what it was about
0: it was looking at the results i'm disappointed in all of you my my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined
1: (laughs) uh no i think your day was already ruined um just by you know waking up but (laughs) god that was fucking dark i'm sorry that
0: was a little dark yeah um
1: i woke up today everything sucks (laughs) (laughs) um no just kidding so yeah, the Facebook poll. It was basically like, "Hey, tell me uh, one or some of your favorite alien movies," and we did, in fact, get responses. However, it didn't blow blow up like
0: no.
1: I was kind of hoping it was. It, it was like maybe the,
0: everybody, maybe everybody's hung over from our Avengers bracket brawl poll. <laughs>
1: Quite possibly. Uh, I yeah. mean, we, we did go pretty hard in the paint with that one, yeah. and so yeah. you know, people might be exhausted. Just be like, "Hey, you guys, shut the fuck up for a minute."
0: Yeah. Well, that that's probably true, regardless of what the last poll was. Uh, <laughs> I will say that looking at the results, there is one answer that is correct.
1: Uh, I bet I can guess which one that is. Yes, you
0: already know which one it is. <laughs> uh, but David, read the results.
1: All right. So. Longtime friend, longtime supporter, longtime listener, uh, friend, um, and Patreon donor Jeff Breedwell. He said Star Wars, which is not incorrect. Um, it wasn't. I, 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 I told him it wasn't the first thing that I thought of when I when I think of alien movies. But I'm I'm I,
0: yeah, like I, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like I'm, it's I can't say that it's a bad choice because I mean you know obviously it's a Star Wars right. But like right it's not the first movie I would think of when I thought about alien films. So,
1: right. You know, you usually think of like it being grounded literally on earth. And then there's some sort of dealings and going ons with aliens, like visiting earth or, um, interacting with aliens, you know, with people from earth, uh, Rather than the whole thing taking place in space. But, you know, whatever. Uh, It's none of this matters, as you say. We're rambling. Right. Um, Terry S., he mentioned The Thing, which I believe... Which is
0: a correct answer, (laughs) yes.
1: (laughs) Yes, it it is the correct answer. Um,
0: It is is on the short list of correct answers, I'll put it that way.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah. The Thing, of course, being one of Ted's favorite... I don't know if he... I, I I don't want to put words in his mouth. Favorite movies, favorite... Uh, uh, at least yeah. favorite I, horror movies. I would
0: movies. say it's pro- probably one of my favorite films ever. Yeah.
1: It's pretty fucking flawless. You know, I watched yeah, it for it's... the first time uh, when we were getting ready to do our episode on it. And yeah, it's pretty damn good. Uh, Drew N., he mentioned Paul, which is actually pretty good. Uh, I mean, definitely qualifies as an alien movie and i think i've only seen this movie maybe once or twice i haven't seen it too many times but i definitely need to revisit it i remember getting a few laughs out there um because it has doesn't it have like simon Pegg and um, yeah,
0: simon peg and nick frost yeah
1: right yeah um and then it was um seth uh seth rogan doing the voice of paul
0: uh, I have no idea. Sure.
1: I, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's, uh, I just wanted to make sure I didn't say Joe Rogan. That's where all my focus was on. <laughs> that would that's, be. That's not, that's
0: a movie cool. I would watch.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> that, actually, that's kind of fitting uh, yeah. in a way. Um, Mimi B, she, uh, mentioned guardians of the galaxy. 2. Well, okay. So she didn't mention guardians of the galaxy Two. She just dropped a gif of mantis. And so I assumed that she meant Guardians of the Galaxy Two because other than the Avengers films, that's pretty much the only movie that she's been in in the MCU. So um, also not an incorrect choice. So good job, Amy. Uh Daniel S. Uh, sorry, Ted, you have some. Uh, I was
0: going to say not what I would consider an alien movie in the same vein as Star Wars, where yes, it's right, technically has aliens in it, but not not as a purist. And that's not what I. But I mean, it's not a bad choice. You know. Yeah. It's,
1: for sure uh daniel s he mentioned species uh, this is a movie that i have not actually seen a shame man
0: it's it, it's fucking terrible <laughs> yeah it, it's is it, uh it's 90s it's right yeah 95 96 something like that yeah um it was i think the movie was a fairly big deal when it came out um, right it's just it's bad uh i i don't want to say i dislike it because i like shitty things but it's 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 terrible it's le- it's like legitimately awful um <laughs> but it's it's also somehow a very good choice for this ball. <laughs>
1: yeah um maybe i i need to watch it just for the sake of saying I, I saw it because i i know it is kind of a cornerstone in like the the alien movie um or sci-fi movie realm anyway it is so. an
0: aggressively 90s film <laughs> aggressively right. 90s
1: yeah uh and we've definitely seen our fair share of those so yeah um, and then finally we have gail um uh, once again big supporter of the show and uh patreon donor uh mm-hmm. she mentioned signs which is one of the the very few Alien movies on this list that's like, you know, grounded in in Earth. Yeah.
0: Also Uh, a very good movie.
1: Yes. I I thought so. This movie I feel like this is when it started becoming cool to shit on M. Night Shyamalan. And I I didn't want to hear any of it. Like I thought this movie was fucking great.
0: Was this before or after the village?
1: I believe it was before. I I think it went
0: the village is the one where i was like nope you checked out here. yeah <laughs> yeah see
1: i i even liked the village like i was basically on board and uh, with everything up until lady in the water and then i was like all right dude I, like I, I, th-
0: I think the village would have been a really really good short story
1: sure yeah i i, 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 definitely think, I don't think
0: that. it worked as a full-length feature film uh and i saw lady in the water in theaters and it's Ooh. one of my one of my uh I would say bottom five
1: theatrical experiences. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting those eight dollars back.
0: <clears throat> no, along with uh, Terminator Genesis Hall Pass. Um, <laughs> what are some other bad ones? Captain America in 3D, and I couldn't wear the 3D glasses. The oh. movie itself is just kind of like, okay, whatever. It's not terrible. It's not. It's nothing to write home about. But yeah, th- seeing it in 3D, and I could not. I because I wear glasses, and I could not wear the 3D glasses was not a pleasant experience
1: (laughs) how how the hell did you get dragged along to a 3d uh, was that the scenario that you got dragged along by someone
0: yeah um friends are overrated don't have them that is my (laughs) my answer to that um Uh, noted all in Uh, all uh not a terrible list some head scratchers in there but sure uh, nothing that outright jumps out and screams this is wrong to me (laughs) yeah uh the inclusion of species is questionable at best but i'll allow it based <laughs> on such <subject> matter <laughs> well, i'm, I'm sure... really surprised uh, go uh, ahead
1: i was just gonna say i'm sure daniel is super pleased that you you are going to allow his submission <laughs> <laughs> yes you,
0: uh, d- dubbed and judged as uh, adequate yeah um i'm kind of surprised nobody picked alien or aliens i'm sure um, if
1: if more people decided to participate in this poll then eventually those would have been chosen
0: sure um for me i i, I would have probably I, I probably would have picked the thing but alien would have been a very close second uh, because it's i mean aside from the name obviously it's like to me the prototypical alien horror film
1: right yeah for sure um but yeah, we're we're going to put a pin in the the whole movie's topic. because films, uh, we'll, we'll come back to that. Yeah, I, I think that's the last thing that we're going to tackle. I we... am
0: getting ahead of myself, uh, as usual. <clears throat> so, <laughs> David, now that we've got the Facebook poll out of the way to the show proper. Yikes. First things first, brass tacks. Yep. Do you believe?
1: I think so. Yes. Yes. Sh- short answer, yes. Uh, slightly longer answer, yeah, yet yeah, I'm I'm hoping to keep it still relatively short. So I personally have not witnessed any hard evidence that suggests that like extraterrestrial life exists. Or Earth has been visited by said extraterrestrial life. <clears throat> um however, that doesn't mean that it hasn't happened. Um just you know, I think we kind of touched on this similar thing in in previous episodes in the informal paranormal series, especially like the the ghosts and spirits episodes. Like, just because you haven't experienced something doesn't mean that someone else hasn't also. So, um, yeah, I I think it's kind of foolish to discount the idea of uh, life outside of Earth, um, and outside of our galaxy universe etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, because our understanding of just things in general are just so incredibly limited so yeah sure i don't know sure. uh, what what about you um i would say
0: yes i've i, I it, to me it's not a matter of belief right like i i think that belief implies faith of some kind right i, I don't have faith about it i'm just convinced that in some fashion alien life exists sure now let me couch that by saying that i don't think that little green men have visited the planet in a flying saucer um you know like you i've never seen anything i've never had anything that seemed convincing enough mm-hmm. for me personally to believe that there you know we had been visited in that way uh, but that said i mean the universe is so big that we can't even comprehend it Mm-hmm. right like our brain our little lizard brains are just little <laughs> monkey brains that's not it's not for us to understand yeah um so i 100 percent believe there's something out there whether or not we'll ever have contact with it or um you know what it might look like if it's even capable of of, of something like contacting us in some way you know um i, I couldn't say i couldn't even comprehend that again but i, I definitely believe that there's something out there
1: yeah I, I think so too and you, you raised a good point about the whole like our little tiny pea-sized lizard brains not being able to comprehend it like i I think that's a very good place to land um it's just you know we we just don't know and it, it's it's not that that's a, a kind of a phrasing that I like to use a lot is that we're just not meant to understand it and i think there's beauty in that so you know uh, things that are out there we're we're just not really meant to meant to get it meant to understand it and um, that's just part of life so
0: yes man's burden yes so to speak right but yeah uh now that we've got the browns tax down so that you know where we're coming from uh let's get into some of the weirder shit
1: yeah let's do it so first things first yeah, the 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 famed the the OG, yes,
0: the, the granddaddy of them all, so mm-hmm. to speak. Right. The Roswell crash.
1: Yep. Roswell, New Mexico. Uh, yeah. Ted, you 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 seem when we were talking about this the other day, you seemed a little bit more well versed in the Roswell stuff than I do. Is is that safe to assume or? well
0: uh i i well i mean i don't know what you know so i can't say with certainty um, i i, mean, I know I what i
1: looked up on wikipedia
0: <laughs> and probably yes i know more about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no i mean i i um, i've been to roswell a couple of times oh, okay um I probably there's not a lot that. there it's kind of just like a little tourist trap right sort of town a lot of it um, but there, there's a pretty, I think it's a pretty cool museum there. It's kind of small and hokey, but, uh, about, about the crash and about some other alien stuff. Mm-hmm. I will say this, a lot of the people in the area, 1000%, I believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little backstory on it. July of 1947, there was a crash at a ranch located, uh, just a bit North of Roswell. I think it was North, uh, initial speculation by press and residents that the collected debris came from a quote unquote flying disc. Although the US military came in and said that nope, it's pieces of a weather balloon that was uh that crashed. A bunch of people were like, it's the government, they'll never lie to us, so nobody gave a shit anymore after that. <laughs> uh lessons learned, apparently. Um interest kind of waned after that, like I said, until the late nineteen seventies. And then Tom uh, DeLong was born. Yes. <laughs> Put a pin in that, because it's <laughs> going to come up again. Yeah. Uh, UFOlogists, as they like to be called, why, mm-hmm. uh, it's a terrible name, but they apparently enjoy it, uh, they began promoting a variety of increasingly elaborate conspiracy theories, claiming that one and or more alien spacecraft had uh, crash-landed, mm-hmm. and that the occupants had been recovered by the military, which engaged in a cover-up.
1: Mm. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, In the 1990s, the military published two reports disclosing the true nature of the crashed object, which was a nuclear test surveillance balloon from something called Project Mogul. Uh, Nevertheless, this incident continues to be of interest in popular media, and conspiracy theories continue to surround the event. Roswell has been described as the world's most famous and most exhaustively, excuse me, most famous, most exhaustively investigated, and most thoroughly debunked UFO claim. David, was it a flying saucer?
1: It's, uh, it's hard to say, but no. (laughs) Yes. Uh,
0: It is in fact, actually not that hard to say. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I,
1: from, you know, I, I, I was kind of joking when I said, yeah, I just looked it up on Wikipedia. Like I did dig a little bit deeper and, and try and find, you know, some common repetitive things about Roswell, just to see if I could get some articles that said the same shit over and over again and it does seem like you know it's one that like we said is brought up a lot when you start talking about aliens and crash landings and all that kind of stuff but it does seem to be kind of one of those things that it was like it was like a a weather balloon or whatever and it was just kind of blown out of proportion
0: yeah uh i I, i'm and pretty much of the same opinion where it, it, I don't know if it was a weather balloon specifically, but I think it was some kind of military technology that they were testing that mm-hmm. went awry in some way. And of course they were like, can't get this out, uh military industrial complex, etc. Um, I think it's interesting that it's persisted and is basically like a cultural touchstone now though. Right. Um, where, I mean, if you mention Roswell, the first thing that anybody will think about is aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's interesting. Uh, um, but uh yeah i mean it's it wasn't a ufo it just wasn't as I, much as i wanted to be as much as you want it to be it was
1: yeah i was about to say like it'd be fucking cool if it was i, I mean like
0: it would be incredibly dope
1: i mean that's that's kind of why people or one of the reasons why people get so wrapped up in conspiracy theories anyways is because it like just goes against the grain and it's like sure you know you're it's like people trying to cover up some secret and like, you know, it's just the idea of knowing secrets and like wanting to uncover secrets and hidden truths and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: I read something once that was like, um, an explanation on why people are so involved in conspiracy theories and why they're so enticing. And it's because it, it brings order to an otherwise chaotic, uh, organization of the world. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's scary to think that we're not in control. It's comforting to think, or it's, it's scary to think that we're not in control because the universe is random and chaotic. It's comforting to think that we're not in control because people are plotting against us, right? Right. Yeah. That um, and I think there's some similarities to that with the Roswell crash. You know, it's, it's boring to think, oh, it was just like a, a weather balloon or, a you know, a piece of emergent technology. Uh, or what have you it's cool to think aliens
1: right I, I would much rather be of the mindset that aliens did crash land they recovered the tech they recovered the aliens and then later on in the 90s Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum would visit said crash site and team up and then you know Bill Pullman would make that epic fucking speech and they would all go and shoot down some fucking aliens and um, David no
0: matter world. how much you will it that movie will never be good.
1: <laughs> I, know. Uh, I
0: know. I I I, I kind of like the explanation that Futurama gave where it was a uh, Zoidberg. Oh. <laughs> and that was um or at least I think I think it was Zoidberg. Yeah, I know he has something to do with it. That was that's my preferred explanation. Yeah. Uh but yeah, moving right along from Roswell, we have the Betty and Barney Hill incident. Mhm. David, tell us about that.
1: So, Betty and Barney Hill like if you dig into alien abduction stories for like two minutes, you'll you'll find you know 15 articles that cite Betty and Barney Hill and for a good reason, you know, they're basically like the OGs uh, <clears throat> when it comes to like alien abduction stories, mostly because it you know happened uh, a fair while ago but still, Um, close enough in time to where like they could document exactly like what happens. Like, you know, it wasn't, it's not like stories passed down from generation, generation, generation from like, you know, the 16 and 1700s where, you know, they weren't like writing shit down. So it's, you know, there there's less to kind of quote unquote translate, but anyways. uh, So in September of 1961, Betty and Barney Hill, uh, they were driving down um, a empty winding country road in the New Hampshire's White Mountains. um, And despite not seeing a car for miles, they noticed a strange light in the sky that appeared to be following them. So they pulled off uh, to the side of the road to get a better look. Barney got out of the car and walked into a empty field, Um, to, to see if he could get a better look from there. Um, and that's when the craft started to descend. Um, and apparently it descended, uh, to a point where it was close enough that he could make out certain details of the craft, such as like windows. And he can even, he could even see figures inside of the craft, and that's about the time where he decided to fucking hightail it back to his car
0: right the fuck out of there
1: (laughs) yeah like he 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 talked about having like this feeling that he was like oh shit like something bad is about to happen like this like it wasn't like um, i'm about to get beamed up like it, it was like that holy shit like premonition kind of feeling where like bad shit's you know about to go down um right. so he made it back to the car but they they weren't even able to really hightail it out of there bef- uh before they uh, basically both lost consciousness at the exact same time uh they woke up two hours later and they were still in their car but they were 35 miles down the road and they were like, um, what the fuck happened? <laughs> uh which I think is a fair question. Uh, I mean, I I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. Uh but it it seems weird. Seems odd. Um I, I know that a they fucky. Yeah. <laughs> just a little fucky. Um uh, but yeah, they, they did report report like when they took this story to um i can't remember if they took it to the police first or or maybe like a news outlet but i mean they definitely took it somewhere and you know they talked about their experience like they could remember you know their their abduction experience and um how they they were inside the craft and they were being operated on separate separately and uh betty Uh, she she was quoted saying something like she thought it was hilarious because one of the aliens came running up to the other aliens that were operating on her and they had her husband's dentures and like I don't know if it was through some telepathy where she could understand what they were saying or if she was just assuming but like she thought it was hilarious that the aliens apparently thought that the the human's teeth could be removed. (laughs) All right.
0: That's quite an anecdote.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, I I thought it was funny. Um, Uh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) uh, But yeah, that's, that's kind of a, one of the OG alien sighting slash abduction stories. There's, there's a lot more to it. Also, there's apparently like a movie that uh, based on it that you can watch apparently is, um, it stars, James Earl Jones, and I, I forget the actress that plays Betty Hill, but it's available on YouTube for free. So if you okay, want to go, well, want to go watch it. Um, it's good out. for James Earl Jones, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So so yeah, I, you know, like I said, there's plenty of more info on that case, but for the sake of brevity, we'll we'll move on. So, all right. Next one is Travis Walton, um, and this is actually kind of a personal favorite of mine um i mean mostly because it's one of the few that i really ever got invested in and um if you ever heard of uh the book or the movie fire in the sky this that's actually what this story is um uh the, the the basis for i guess uh but yeah travis walton he was a logger who worked with a bunch of buddies in um the Apache Sitgreaves National Forest near Snowflake, Arizona, and uh, so him and his logger uh, friends slash coworkers were basically you know trucking it out for the day. they had finished up their days with the work, and they saw this big ass beam of light in um, uh, over the top of the uh, the big old big old tall trees, and so they kind of drive through the forest to try and go investigate it. And, like, they all just, at, at the same time, conclude that it's probably fucking aliens. Um, and, like, some of them are, like, they want to get a better look, and some, you know, just want to GTFO. So, yeah, it was kind of a split decision. From what I remember hearing, it kind of all just happened so fast. Like, uh, Travis was basically the one, he got hit with, like, this beam of light. And I I think I read he got, like, knocked backwards. And so... Uh, he, uh from what i remember everyone kind of got uh, everyone took off um and they they apparently couldn't find travis um he apparently showed up um he was missing for 5 days and he showed up you know 5 days later um they they found him i i think he he woke up by himself and uh he went to make a phone call and his brother was the one that he ended up calling and his brother came to pick him up and, um, you know, he's basically inconsolable because he was just abducted by aliens. Um, so, uh, so yeah, um, that's, that's basically Travis. Uh, he, you know, he talks about in his, um, in his stories, you know, there's several interviews with him and he was on Rogan not too long ago um, telling his story, but it's, it's pretty crazy. He goes into pretty good detail about it. So you can listen there if you want. Um, so it's, uh,
0: it's pretty crazy that he was on Joe Rogan considering we just uh, exposed Joe Rogan as an extraterrestrial.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but yeah, he, he also told, uh, you know, this really fucking crazy story about, you uh, after this incident, several years later, you know, he had gotten married. He had, you know, a few kids, some children yeah. Some children's and apparently one night he woke up and he, he wasn't in bed. He was in an all out sprint going down his hallway and he didn't even realize what was going on until like, he kind of came to a stop and he was like, heading towards his son's bedroom, who was like in that in-between stage of like a, a crib and a toddler bed. And mm-hmm. he turned on the light and found that his son had like slipped through the slat somehow and was like choking to death. Um, like the slats had like come down on his neck and like, he basically saved his son's life uh, and no one else in the house heard what was going on because he like he was choking you know if if you uh have never seen someone choking they they don't really make a whole lot of noise um you know because choking um so yeah i i, I thought that was a crazy fucking story that
0: that is in fact
1: <laughs> yeah um but yeah like i said there there's uh you know it, it's a pretty well documented story uh, obviously there's you know a, a book and a movie out it's somewhat dramatized as they all tend to be but you know there's plenty of information there's you know it's a, like i said a well pretty well documented story so you can go sure. check out more stuff so yeah that's, that's yeah. travis walton all right
0: heavy shit uh next we have the uss nimitz encounter from 2004 uh this one has kind of come back around here in the last uh couple of years but um yeah some backstory on november 14th 2004 the uss princeton part of the nimitz carrier strike group um, noted an unknown craft on radar about 100 miles off the coast of san diego for a couple of weeks the crew had been tracking objects that appeared Randomly at 80,000 feet and then would plummet to hover right above the Pacific Ocean. That's a long fucking way to plummet. Mm-hmm. I just want to put that out there as an aside. <laughs> Two FA 18 fighter jets from the carrier Nimitz arrived in the area and first saw what appeared to be churning water with the shadow of an oval shape beneath the surface. In uh, a few moments, a white tic tac shaped object appeared over the water, above the water. There were no visible markings to indicate an engine, wings, windows, or anything else that uh, you would associate with a plane or similar vehicle. And it had uh, uh, infrared monitors did not reveal any exhaust either. Again, something you would assume with a combustion engine like we have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Commander David Fravor and Lieutenant Commander Jim Slate of Strike Fighter Squadron 41. It had been the craft, but it accelerated away, reappearing on radar some 60 miles away moving at three times the speed of sound and more than twice the speed of fighter jets, which is fast.
1: <laughs> Very fucking, fucking fast. fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like, David Fravor, like, his, his title is Black Aces Commander, which is, like, the most fucking badass title I've ever new, heard. New band
0: life. name, I called it. <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's so goddamn cool i don't know that that might be my favorite part of this story um which is kind of stupid because it's a story about fucking aliens um, right potentially <laughs> about aliens
0: um like i said this one i i think has kind of come back around here recently um yeah with um with some of the other reports of of the navy and, and military seeing and and admitting that they have records so to speak of what are ufos in definition but not necessarily what we would consider a ufo uh we being a general term for like lay people
1: right yeah Yeah. i I think these kinds of stories tend to get the most traction so to speak because like they their experiences that like government personnel and and, um you know people of (sighs) that work for the the armed forces you know they they experience and so they'd be, you you kind of think like in your head like they'd be more inclined to cover shit up like if if it was aliens I, and the fact po- that they're,
0: possibly that yeah
1: um I don't that's just my interpretation like it, it seems like these kinds of stories are a bigger deal um, or, yeah
0: I I think there's some validity to what you're saying um, with it being like oh they're part of the military they'd be more apt to cover it up rather than you know speak about it openly right Uh, i think also it's because a lot of stories and this is kind of a meme almost a lot of stories about alien abduction are from like dipshits in rural nowhere who probably don't have two brain cells to rub together and and i think the general population is just like yeah no i'm not buying that bro get off the meth um (laughs) whereas with uh, particularly with with you know two guys like this who are fighter pilots like I don't know if you know this, but that's a difficult fucking thing to be. You got to be smart and on your toes and shit. Um, yeah. You know, regardless of how you personally feel about the military, I think everybody can agree that, you know, they don't let dummies fly millions of dollars worth of aircraft. You
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that's probably accurate.
0: <laughs> uh, So, you know, um, I, to me, I think that's why these are a little more, I, I guess, difficult to dismiss
1: in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um but yeah, moving on, um this is one of our last ones um or maybe the last one. Um I th- this one is probably I think the only one that I didn't hear of of the uh, the sightings and encounters that we picked to talk about. Um, And it's the O'Hare International Airport saucer. So on November 7th, 2006, United Flight 446 was about to depart from Chicago's O'Hare International Airport when about a dozen United Airline employees spotted an odd metallic craft hovering over the gate. Um, Ted, you can correct me if I'm wrong. That's basically like the metal passage from the actual airport facility to the plane, correct? Or Um,
0: am I? I I, I would. I'm not sure. Or if they mean like an actual gate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I, I don't don't honestly know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of what I had in my head, but I could be wrong, which has been known to happen from time to time. Um, But anyways, the employees reported that it hung in the air for several minutes before finally shooting up at breakneck speeds into the clouds. Um, Crazy shit. Uh, the strangest part, uh, the UFO did not register on the airport's radar, despite all the witnesses. The F- FAA declined to investigate, chalking it up to a weather phenomenon. Sure, we'll we'll call it that. It right. Seems like fucking aliens to me, though.
0: Yeah. Um, aliens. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I should have uh, my little crazy man hair for that i don't know man um you know like i said i've never been convinced that we've been visited but i will say some of these stories make a little uh, they make me more of an alien agnostic than atheist that makes sense
1: sure no that yeah that makes sense i mean like i said at, at the top like I feel like you and I both take the position of, you know, we want to believe, like the the Mulder position, right? Sure. Where, like, we want to believe and maybe, uh, you know, the people that claim to have alien encounters and experiences, a lot of them say, like, you don't want to believe in aliens. And I'm like, all right, like, if you say so, like, if it was a terrible experience for you, Uh, but... I
0: kind of do, though. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I I just... I feel like me and aliens would be bros. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, quite possibly. Um, you know, Captain Kirk got to fuck a bunch of green women. I, you know, I, I don't know <laughs> where I'm doing with that. He seemed to come out okay. Uh, probably several right. times, actually. But, um... <laughs> 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 My girlfriend's going to fucking murder me. If so I'm found dead, you know why. Right. It's Uh, not because
1: of aliens.
0: No. No, it's not. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Like we said at the top, there have been a lot of these um, throughout time. One thing that we didn't touch on that I just want to touch on briefly uh, to shoot on it mercilessly, ancient aliens.
1: Oh, yeah. I was about to say uh, if we're going to touch on this because I know we were talking about that show
0: and everybody that likes it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you have you kind of had to break this down for me the other day, because I had recently heard of people shitting on the show just with no explanation. And I was like, okay, can you explain it? And you shoot shot me a small text, but we're like, I'll elaborate more on the podcast. So. Uh,
0: There's a lot of different reasons. I think that people hate the show. Um, Some are, some of the reasons are more reasonable, if that makes sense than others. Um, uh, And some of them are a bit more serious than others. For for me, there are two big reasons, and I think these are generally speaking the two biggest reasons that people uh, have issues with the show. First, it's uh, fucking stupid. If aliens, just let me let me let me pitch this scenario to you, dude. Okay, you're an alien.
1: Okay, you can
0: come to Earth. You have the technology, and you're just like fuck it, road trip through space, <laughs> space trip. Why? Why would you come thousands of light years or hundreds of light years or even like three blocks worth of light years to earth and be like, Hey, yo Egyptians, let me holler at y'all about some sick ass triangles. (laughs) Why would you do that? No, you wouldn't do that. Dude. I don't even go like, when I go to the gas station, I don't even want to talk to the cashier. Right, like, there's no fucking way I'm going to explain triangles or pyramids to any of them. You know what I mean? And it's similar. Like, we wouldn't even like we would be beneath, so far beneath them and technology wise, uh, if they could do that. Like, they'd be like, "Fuck that! I'm not explaining shit to these dipshits."
1: (laughs) Right? If they gave us any technology, it would be like this self checkout, so you don't have to talk to people. Exactly. You know.
0: Uh, the second reason, and uh. decidedly less comical of a reason right is that it's pretty fucking racist <laughs> to, to assume that, um, you know, uh, Egyptians or, um, uh, Mesoamericans or South Americans or, or whatever group they you're color. talking about, um, that, that have had pyramids or other, uh, intricate creations, Uh, it's pretty fucking racist to assume that they couldn't just do that on their own. Like, um, you know, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty gross to think that. And that's some old school, like old world racism shit. Now, you know, I I don't know anybody that's involved in the show, so I don't know that they're like, let's get one over uh, on the minorities, you know? Um, But it's still, you know, intention is kind of irrelevant at that point. You know, you're still, uh, you're still propagating that um and also did i mention the show's dumb i feel like i mentioned that.
1: <laughs> yeah I, like i i caught bits and pieces of it as Lindsay was watching it several years ago and what i thought was the most hysterical was like as the show went on episode by episode the dudes the the alien meme dude you know like i'm not saying it's aliens uh, so, but what it's is aliens. it
0: Sukalos, george Sukalos is that his name
1: yeah something real weird sure none of this matters uh his hair got increasingly higher and higher like so by the end he was like full fucking kramer like
0: yeah i was gonna say he went super saiyan by the end of the show
1: (laughs) uh, right basically yes um that's what happened to him
0: yeah but yeah um um, no i i this show's fucking stupid Uh, somebody, I was listening to a podcast not long ago and somebody broke it down. They were like that show, ancient aliens or or any show like it, that uh, talks about like, um, we're going to run a counter narrative and tell you the actual truth about history. And they're like, if, if they have to end the episode on a cliffhanger, guess what? You're not getting the absolute truth of history.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and it is kind of stupid. Like, like, how did they think of, you know, the, the, ways to build the pyramids like you know maybe because they didn't have their faces in their fucking phones all goddamn day long like
0: well i mean not just them, but consider how long ideas take now mm -hmm. right new ideas take now and then think that all they fucking had was time right you know the pyramids are old as shit (laughs) yeah right like on a timeline cleopatra is closer to us than she is to the building of the pyramids. So the scale, like the length of time that the Egyptian civilization existed is mind boggling. Mm -hmm. They had fucking time to figure this shit out. Right. And and everybody's like, well, we don't know how they did it. We couldn't do it today. And that's half true. Like, we don't know how they did it really, but that doesn't mean they didn't do it. I mean, we have the, we we see them. They're there. You know, (laughs) Obviously they did it. Um, i don't know i just it's dumb and not, i hate that fucking show we've already talked about it too long let's move <laughs> on uh yeah. movies that's something yeah. that's fun let's yeah. talk about some of our favorite uh alien movies
1: that sounds like a fantastic idea yes <laughs> um yeah i made a list it's nowhere near comprehensive and it's in no particular order um Ted, do you want me to just kind of rifle just, some of just, these off? Just
0: bang them out. All just right. bang them right out.
1: Bang it out, baby. Um, so, like I said, in no particular order, um, Super 8, which is one that I just uh, recently caught up with and I think holds up. Um, the crash at the beginning, like the the uh, train crash with the, the truck running into it, that mm. scene is fucking epic. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I think this movie holds up. It's not fantastic, but... Uh, I I would say I'd put it on my shit that doesn't suck list if I had to. So, um, one that had been recommended to me by several different people, um, and it was just a matter of finding it, and I actually found it on um, archive.org for free, um, and I think it's also on YouTube for free. Um, it's called Alien Abduction Incident in Lake County, or uh, it's also called the McPherson Tape, depending on. Um, I guess, how you're searching for it or where you're searching for it. I think if you're looking for a copy to purchase, um, you can purchase it on Blu-ray on Amazon and it is called the McPherson Tape. But anyways, um, it's one of the the widely, um, how do I put this? Um, it's like one of the original found footage movies and it's like the alien found footage movie. I think it was made for like pennies, basically. Um, and I think it came out, Ted, didn't this come out like the, the early to mid 90s? Like, it, I think I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, you know, it it basically all takes place one one night and, you know, aliens come. It, it's you know not a hard concept to wrap your mind around, but it's kind of uh, pretty freaky um close encounters of the third kind uh, obviously has to be on this list because it is uh, a fucking epic og i had to put independent independence day on here like we discussed earlier it's not a good movie but nope. i do kind of hold it close to my heart because it was a childhood favorite so um it will forever stay on the list um neighborhood watch which was another one that i caught up with recently and i think it doesn't get talked about nearly enough um i feel like this one kind of got swept under the rug uh, for whatever reason but yeah um, deserved to be on the list alien um alien covenant i am one of like three people that like this movie um arrival mars attacks which we did a episode on not too long ago yeah yeah uh paul which we talked about earlier um from uh I think it was Daniel that had that pick, maybe um, it's and it chapter two, which I think technically counts as an alien movie. I didn't think of it as an alien movie, but according to the most recent iteration, I don't know if that's how it is depicted in the book, Ted. Uh, did did you read um yeah i
0: i read it like 20 years ago god damn good mold um i if i recall correctly he's not an alien pennywise is not an alien he's an interdimensional creature but um yeah i think we're just splitting hairs at that point
1: sure yeah uh men in black of course makes the list signs Cloverfield, which uh, ted you and i have talked about this movie a little bit in the past um and kind of they're just like, oh shit, like we both like this movie and no one else liked this movie when it came out. I know.
0: It depresses uh, me, but go on. Go on.
1: It, it is very sad. Um and then Edge of Tomorrow, uh that flick with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. Um, it's a good one. Yeah.
0: Uh, C-K-A Live Die Repeat, which is a much better name.
1: Yeah. That
0: I, I I wanna I wanna throttle whatever studio had made the decision to change the title because Live Die Repeat is superior, so superior.
1: Yeah, when I went to the movies to see that movie I thought that's what it was called because it that was just crammed down your throat during the marketing of that movie. Like I, I didn't even realize it was called Hitch of Tomorrow." I was like, "Oh, is yeah. that what we're seeing?" All right, well, whatever then.
0: Right. Um. I, when the DVD and the Blu-ray came out, the slip cover said "Live, Die, Repeat," and I was like, "Guys, you fucked up. That's a way better title." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I'll keep my list uh somewhat short and sweet. Um, there's some crossover. Uh, the alien series uh mm. the first three and then prometheus and covenant those are all very good we don't talk about uh the other movies um <clears throat> like the alien versus predator and all that shit yeah those do those, no, those are dead to me um <laughs> they're bad they're just bad predator that's a, that's a good one though we'll call <laughs> predator thank you for that <laughs> yeah um uh i i would agree with cloverfield i like cloverfield a lot it's terrible yeah. that there hasn't been a good sequel to it um,
1: I think there is an actual sequel like a true sequel in the works right now
0: that would yeah. be that would be cool yeah um, I got wrapped up in that movie hardcore yeah I, i've i i all the like the guerrilla marketing and mm-hmm. and shit i got wrapped up in, in hardcore i like that movie a lot yeah uh, it's got a lot of problems but i don't care
1: <laughs> yeah and, and <laughs> that fr- that first trailer like when it debuted it was fucking oh my God. epic like because you literally had no idea what this movie was all about like it didn't have any background like score to tell you that it- you know something ominous was coming. You just saw this fucking head of the Statue of Liberty just charging down the fucking street, just getting
0: heated like... down the street.
1: <laughs> right, and everyone's like, "Oh my god,
0: yeah." yeah so, yeah, it, like I said, it's a real shame there hasn't been a good sequel. Um The Thing, which we talked about, um, and uh, another Simon Pegg Nick Frost movie, uh, The World's End. Uh, oh yeah, that was a, pretty. That's good. a good one too. Um, There's a lot of great alien movies. There's a lot of really terrible ones too. So you gotta be careful. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, you know, you like what you like. I like what I like. It's all good. Sure. Uh, I think that about wraps it up for, for our episode on aliens, David, do you have anything else you want to cover for, for that?
1: Uh, You know, as you were saying with the whole Cloverfield and there hasn't been a good sequel, I don't. So for the most part, I think that's pretty truthful. The one with John Goodman and um, what's her name? Ten Li- Lane. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth, Elizabeth Winstead. That's not
0: a bad the, movie. It's just not a good acting, Cloverfield movie.
1: Right. The acting was fucking incredible, um, yeah. but I don't think it made sense in the context of... Um, I mean, it was an interesting take as a sequel, it,
0: it seems like they took a movie and then were like, Hey, we can slap Cloverfield on this and people will get excited about it because it's yeah. not a bad movie. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not the best movie in the world, but it's a, it's a pretty solid little thriller. Yeah. It, it's just I, the fact that they were like, Oh, BT dubs, Cloverfield lol.' Like, I no, God damn it. That's not how we <laughs> same with the Cloverfield paradox. That's clearly just a movie that they were like, how do we make this more interesting? Oh, let's call it Cloverfield. And also that movie fucking sucked.
1: Yeah. I, bad. I didn't even, it's I didn't terrible oh yeah i, I never watched oh my god, it god it's bad it makes no sense none
0: whatsoever <laughs> yeah like, it breaks its own in-universe rules and i hate it and fuck everybody involved in it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the 10 cloverfield lane one i feel like they they could have gotten away with not attaching the cloverfield title to it and it would have still been a really awesome like alien movie concept um you know just opening up with like little to no context of what's going on yeah. you you just I, know I, that I, these people are trying to hide away
0: sure sure yeah I, I think that basically that was one of those things where if i recall correctly and i'm sure that somebody out there is listening right now like actually, oh, <laughs> uh, if i recall correctly the script for that was originally called the seller or something like that and it, it was on like the blacklist um or or one of those other like screenplay list of of you know movies that everybody that's read has really liked, but they haven't been optioned uh, into films yet. Mm. And then Abrams or bad robot or whatever his company is called bought mm. it. And uh, we're going to make it. And then they, you know, added on the, they tacked on the little Cloverfield connection, so to speak, to get people gotcha. excited, which is dumb, you know, make your own shit. J J you fucking hack. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but anyway, moving right along. Yeah. Uh, David, one last call. Anything
1: else you want to cover about, uh, about aliens? Um, you know what? I I think we've we've said our piece. I've definitely said my piece. I want to believe you're, um, you're
0: lying. There's one thing we have to cover. I just remembered.
1: Oh, okay. What is it?
0: We put a pin in Tom DeLong.
1: Oh snap! Okay, yeah. So the the lost member of Blink One Eighty Two who <laughs> decided to go to quote unquote bigger and better things. Fucking asshole. Well, yeah. Um.
0: So look. Um. F- I want to say this first of all. Tom DeLonge, please stop doing cocaine. Your fans care about you. <laughs> um, the Who's, second thing I will said say
1: is... You said he's doing cocaine. Like, do you really... Do you just think he's doing cocaine? No.
0: David, I know what somebody who does cocaine looks like. <laughs> and there are so many videos of him with, like, facial tics that are not natural. Oh, so okay. either the dude has, like, late stage Bell Palsy or he's a cokehead. And I know which one my money's on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay well uh, anyways carry um,
0: on it's just it's so strange to me like of course there's the 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 song on the record um aliens uh, exist and of the state i think is the record right. the song called aliens exist where he's like yeah, talks about it. um we actually i discovered this to, today or yesterday we were talking about this the mm. the part where he's like um i'm not like you guys lies. yeah the line is 12 majestic lies. This entire time I thought he was like, I thought the line was tell majestic lies. Like he's talking about like, I'm full of shit. I'm not like you guys. I'm full of shit. I'm a liar, etc. No, it's 12 majestic lies, which is like this esoteric line pointing towards some crazy alien conspiracy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You sent me like the, uh, just a screenshot shot of, uh, you know, the summary. And I was like, holy shit. Like we both fucking learned something today. What the like, fuck? Like I, cause I quoted it with you. I was quoting the, um, the, uh, Mark, Tom and Travis show version where, you know, he ends with Tom has sex with guys and, right. uh, and then, uh, you were like, wait, I thought it was, uh, you know, um, t- tell t-
0: majestic t- lies or tell yeah. majestic
1: lies, Yeah. And I was like, ah, shit. Well, I was wrong about the census fail. Let it unfold you. I, where I thought it was unfold, unfold. <laughs> which in my head makes more sense. Like who says in fold? like, is that even a word? Anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, yeah. Uh, Tom DeLong. uh, Paul, I mean, I don't know. Blink One Eighty Two is better without you. I'll go ahead and say it.
0: <laughs> wow. Oof. Um, wow. Uh, okay. So I, i i did a little research while while you were talking about uh our back and forth about that Mm -hmm. and uh apparently he has been a believer in aliens ufos and conspiracy theories since his youth Mm -hmm. former band member travis barker said in a 2019 interview that uh tom is quote incredibly passionate about these things and would look for ufos outside the tour bus window (laughs) um he, uh, DeLong has gone on to do some things, uh, including a company called To The Stars, Inc. Uh, that later became To The Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences. Um, where he tries to put forth these things. I recall a year or a couple of years ago, he, um, he, uh, he, he did something about the Nimitz. Yeah. Uh, that's mm-hmm. right. He did something about the Nimitz a couple of years ago. Uh, I, he, he produced it or his company produced it. And then he, put out a video where he's like trying to talk to the CIA or something and the government be like we need it's time to tell people the truth and and again it's just like don't do don't don't do cocaine <laughs> <laughs> don't do cocaine um yeah that's that's my official stance on that tom get some help buddy uh that's all I i'll say lose. but yeah uh, i think that's all we have to say now uh legitimately about aliens uh <laughs> david do you all know, right. sure that doesn't suck
1: yeah let's do shit that doesn't suck um all right i'll take it first all right so i recently caught up with uh surprisingly a non-alien movie um and that is the secret life of walter mitty um i when this movie first came out like it totally like captured my heart and my imagination like i I guess i just identified it uh, identified with it so much like I used to do what Walter Mitty does like a lot. No, that's, that's uh, that's Tom. Um, And and still to a certain extent and degree uh, do uh, today, but yeah, like daydreaming of this, these, you know, crazy scenarios where, you know, you're, you come out on top and you know, you're the guy who saves the day or whatever. But anyway, like, other than that i i think it's just a good movie um awesome soundtrack as well um just a you know a feel-good movie so yeah secret life of walter mini ted what do you got um you don't well, even know uh, do you
0: no i do i do have something uh, i'm gonna take it take it back way back um, I just signed up for HBO Max not long ago uh, because Netflix. I'm sick of their in their quote unquote original content. It all sucks. I'm, I'm sick of it. And uh, after like the fifth movie I wanted to see uh, was either available to rent or stream on HBO Max, I said fuck it and got it. And then also Godzilla vs Kong is what really finally pushed me over the edge. But right Immortal Mortal uh, Kombat. In Mortal Kombat in seven days, baby. Uh, yep. probably not even that now. I'm very excited for that. Um, but uh, I, I was going through, and they have uh, they have a lot of uh, movies curated by turner classic movies which rules i'm a huge fan of classic films mm-hmm. um my girlfriend had never seen casablanca before which i could not abide <laughs> um so my shit doesn't suck is casablanca nice i uh, watched that for for the god knows how many time and uh her first time watching it and she she enjoyed it a lot because it's a fucking phenomenal movie and if you don't like it you're fucking wrong yeah that's my official stance
1: that that is the correct stance
0: i mean it's a classic for a reason right it, it's 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 just it's like chef's kiss you know yes it's very good indeed so check that out highly recommend it if you haven't seen it already you're not living correctly uh
1: in fact indubitably
0: indubitably good sir uh i think that'll about wrap it up for this week and as always you can find out more on the website geekgaragepodcast.com as well as all the social media sites which david will have conveniently linked below indeed in the show notes if uh, if you're so inclined, you can join the Facebook group, fans and listeners of the Geek Garage podcast or something like that. Geek Garage podcast, fans and listeners, it's it's something like that. It'll be yep. linked. Um, that is probably our most active social media site where we post all of our polls uh, and discussions. We do ask that if you join the group, don't be a dick about it. <laughs> I feel like we're not asking for a lot. Just don't be a fucking dick about it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? What else? you can like listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts mm-hmm. uh if you are so inclined you can support the show by again subscribing or leaving a review where applicable i know apple podcast does that uh there's a couple others david what uh what are they it's
1: basically apple Podcasts and stitcher that's okay
0: stitcher that's, that's the other one i was trying to think yep. of uh but yeah leave us a review if you feel so inclined we ask that you only do one or five stars under this middle of the road bullshit you commit goddammit. it
1: yeah commit to the bit
0: Uh commit to the bit exactly, exactly. Um if you would like to support the show in ways that cost you a little bit of doll hairs, um you can join our Patreon. Becoming a Patreon has a lot of cool perks and a lot of money. There are two tiers, two dollars and five dollars per month. Uh and both of them come with some cool stuff. One that is available on both tiers is a uh cool exclusive button and sticker set that David will kindly mail out to you uh if you'll give him your address for we promise not creepy reasons right um yeah there's some other stuff coming along with that that we're working on to to make it more enticing but you can do things like help us program the show um give us ideas that we will then take all the credit for and look cool uh thank you for that for those by (laughs) the way and in the event that the world ever opens back up uh we look forward to seeing people at conventions in like
1: 2025 right um apparently there's going to be one in Gatlinburg. I was just made aware of by uh, our our good buddy mutual friend Jeff Breedwell. Um but uh yeah, I don't know if we're going to yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I don't think like I'm going to that That's out. like that's that's ground uh, zero he's for basically uh, COVID like COVID denial Denier Central. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while I don't um, know that yeah. there's
0: a huge overlap between the average con goer and the average COVID denier, it's not a chance I'm willing to take. <laughs> that, that is it. That, um, that's fair. Yeah. Also, uh, my, uh, my lovely lady friend would fucking murder me if I went to a convention uh, and was not vaccinated. So uh, right. in the interest of keeping myself alive and my relationship happy, I will politely decline.
1: Yeah. You can't get vaccinated if you're stabbed to death. Exactly. <laughs>
0: or at least it's difficult. Um, it is. Yeah. Right. But uh David, did I miss anything?
1: I think that's gonna do it for this episode. Ted, thanks for well, the outro. Right. Um and uh as always be kind, stay geeky and eat lots of cheesecake. Bye.
0: peace Are you ready, mine?
1: <laughs> Aren't you right? are you ready to be able to snow mine mine?
0: <laughs> I'm going to be doing this entire episode as Scarface. I hope you <laughs> <I'm prepared. laughs> No, that would be Okay, terrible.
1: we're talking about Alien's mine.
0: okay you wanna play (laughs) say hello to my little green friend alright
1: just just imagine like Tony Montana like shooting AK-47s into the fucking sky
0: (laughs) yes I am fully on board with uh, the the Scarface little green man alien crossover that we all desperately need I feel like we should go with a dubstep route just like really obnoxious (laughs) I have no idea why. <laughs> I don't even like. Dubstep, put, but put your hand to
1: the toaster. Boom!
0: Put <laughs> the <laughs> toaster to the bath.
1: It makes it, it sound like. <laughs> did,
0: <laughs> did the dubstep song just encourage youth suicide? I don't know. <laughs> what is happening? Uh, uh, okay. I don't know. None of this matters.